the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. Our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's also our motto. So it's our motto and our philosophy to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Uh, and it, it really, it, 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 I think it's a real key. And using your 401k, your 403b, your 457 plan, uh, I had a discussion with some people this week over lunch, and they're trying to figure out they've got the the pension and they're and they're thinking of of uh, of scaling back the pension sum in the group and putting in with the with the a different type of uh, a plan in addition to that. In and we really they were talking about maybe looking at the Roth or an IRA or the uh, I think it was a uh, four fifty seven. I'm not uh, uh, maybe it's a four hundred three b I think. And and uh, but what I said is is you want to go with the plans that have the automatic saving benefit, which is your uh, pre tax. Uh, paid before you get paid type of plans, which is your 403B, your 457, your 401Ks. And the reason is is real simple. It's very hard for most people to save money outside of those plans. Life always has one crisis after another. There's always a car payment. There's always, or the car breaks down, or you need a new car, uh, or you, uh, it's a medical issue, or helping out one of the kids, it's always something, and it's very difficult outside of an automatic savings plan to save for retirement. So really, uh, that that is the best way to do it. Uh, we've often said on the show for our clients, they'll come in and uh, and in some cases, they'll still be working, have a 401k plan, or they roll over an old 401k to us to manage. And we manage it. I said, look, well, and they'll, and they'll say, why don't we, I'll start sending you a check. And I said, no, keep putting it in the, in, in the 401k plan. It's not that that we think it's a better place for them in the 401k plan. It's not that that they have better investment options. It's simply that I want to make things as foolproof as possible. And I know if they sign up for the 401k plan, they will constantly be taking money out of there. And I know that they won't stop it for one reason or another. And that's that's one of the reasons we talk so much about this issue. even though at Max Out Savings Advisors we manage IRA rollovers, that's our business, trusts and things like that, that really aren't the 401k plans. But to build up the wealth, to get to the size that we you can man, have managed, you really need to start out with your plan first and, and build it up for there. And that's the secret secret of the, of the building up the wealth. 
Some people can do it through real estate and other programs, too. In many ways, real estate is, is almost a forced savings program, too, where you take out a loan and you pay back the loan in, in 10 or 15 years. That's paid off. And so there's other ways to do it. But either way, it's more of a it's more of a self-direct it's it's an automatic savings program if you, if you have a piece of real estate and you're making the note payments you're forced to make the note payments it's the same type of deal and so but making things as idiot proof as possible is really i think the key to building up wealth over the long term uh so anyway, we got to uh, talk about that. Are we talking about retirement on the show today? We're talking about the markets, uh, you know, a very hot, frothy market right now. What's going on? Uh, we're talking some about where to go uh, with your retirement. Uh, came across an interesting thing. Uh, a big story this week was uh, was Fox uh, and the takeover of Fox uh, TV and media. In, uh, TV and uh, networks by Disney Corporation. And uh, on so many levels, this is an interesting thing to look at. Uh, we've talked on this show about cord cutting. We've talked about the uh, about the about one of the biggest trends out there is cord cutting. Most people's, is, uh, most people's uh, cable bill is two, three hundred dollars $300. And, 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 and I think the future is going to be to buy a, a uh have a pipeline into the house, have fiber optic, high-speed fiber optic into the house. I was actually talking to a friend of mine this week that's really in, involved in this, a high-speed uh, fiber optic into the house. And then what you do is is you, you can also come in and you can purchase the, the, the media separately through through someone like a Netflix, Amazon. With Amazon Prime, they'll give it to you. And also with uh, with some of the other thing, uh, things that are out there. Uh, Hulu is another example. Well, what Disney sees the writing on the wall, and what they're doing is is they're buying Fox to give them more entertainment to to put on their their platform, so they can eventually sell it separately. So if you get a high speed fiber optic line into your house, you can you can contract with Disney, and you can get the Disney Channel, which will include include the the different. 20th Century Fox programs, the Fox programs, and also, interestingly, they own a lot of regional uh, sports networks. ESP, uh, in addition, they own ESPN, so they're going to be able to, you will directly pay to Disney. And, and one of the things that's not well understood about the Fox-Disney merger is they own 30% of Fox, owns 20, 30% of Hulu, and also Disney owns 30% of Hulu. I think this is the, the I th- personally, I think the main driver for this deal, this is a $52 billion merger, was two things. It was it was the regional sports networks and the 30% of Hulu. Most people don't understand. This gives Disney 60% of Hulu, and they now control Hulu, which is going to be the big thing. So interesting thing. We're going to continue to talk about that. But first, I want to take a call to 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show from Charles. Hello, Charles. Oh, good morning, Ted. Uh, yes, I'm seeing. Uh, uh, I wanted to, to, I guess, discuss briefly the uh, tax yeah. plan details that are that are coming out here. Um, and and of course, uh, as I look at it, I mean, I think the positive thing is, of course, the you know the corporate tax has been reduced, and I yes. guess personal exemptions, uh, I think, have been doubled. I think, or uh, from what they were previously, I believe, or but but. There are some things there that I was a little disappointed to see. Uh, number one, the estate tax was not 
eliminate it altogether. And number two, uh, although the corporate AMT was taken was was taken out for the corporations for business, the personal AMT is still very much there. And that's another thing that, uh, uh, unfortunately, I, I think some of these things that I, I guess I kind of look at it like you know you go in for surgery for cancer. And the surgeon, you know, when you come out, the surgeon says, well, I mean, I I got the, the what I thought was all the cancer, but I could have very much left a little bit back in there, you know. I, I think leaving this stuff in here just just when, when, when you know, the, 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 the next time the Democratic Party is in charge, I think they, they now have this stuff in there to be able to now go back and go back to the way it was. And I think some of this stuff is a little disconcerting in my mind now. You know, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of horse trading that that goes with this, and you know, you got to dance with whoever you got to dance with. But and it's a pretty it's small just, group. It, it, it's it's just it, it, there are some things there that I was kind of hoping would have at least been. Yeah, let, let me touch base. And I think too, yeah. the other thing too is the uh, the uh, the tax brackets. I mean, we got seven tax brackets now. Uh, which to me, I mean, you can slice this stuff into seven or fifteen or whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, you look at all of this, and I think it's not going to really be streamlined as much as what people might have been hoping for. I think I think it's going to be just as convoluted as before. Well, yeah. I, look, I, I think I think where the streamlining really is coming in is for the middle class by by bumping up these the uh, the the standard deductions by bumping up the child tax credits and they're fighting to get those even more for the middle class that's where they're trying to streamline it. Uh I was kind of disappointed that they that they left in the AMT for individuals. Quite frankly, I, I really think the AMT should have stayed in there for the corporations because I think we have too many big corporations that are getting away with not paying any taxes. And if you study Warren Buffett as I have, probably the number one thing that Warren Buffett has looked at throughout his career, even though he's a well-known value investor, I believe the number one thing he's looked at is tax avoidance. And he's an absolute master at avoiding paying taxes at all costs everywhere. And and a lot of these companies, some of these companies like GE, I saw some statistics somewhere. There was an enormous, out of the Fortune 500, there was a good chunk of companies. It wasn't a I don't remember the exact number, but I want to say it was like 30 or 40 companies. It was like 50 companies didn't pay any taxes some years. And and, and there was a number of companies that hadn't paid any taxes for three years. And, and I, look, I really think c- corporate America has had a free ride for a long time. And I think they've, in many ways, betrayed the American people shipping stuff overseas. And and so I think it should be a level playing field there. Uh I think we're going to revisit this in the future, and I think eventually we are going to have a border adjustment tax because I don't see any other way around some of these things. Uh, I'm going to expand upon that a little later in the show uh, with, with some real interesting things coming out of Exxon. But uh, so it, I, 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 I have some concerns with that. The the final thing, the one good thing that's come out of the estate stuff here, Charles, is they bumped it up to eleven million per person. It was approximately eleven million for the husband and the wife. They each right. got five and five point something million. Right. Now it's up to eleven. So there's about a twenty two million dollar for husband and wife, which is a good start and covers an awful lot of people out there. 
I agree. I agree. And one thing, uh, Ted, I might ask you to look into. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did see was is that, and I don't know if this is true because I got it off of Yahoo, and I, I, you know, I don't know some of this stuff whether it's real or not real. But <laughs> it, there was a mention. Lately. There was there was a mention of something about that uh, you may not be able to to you know when you're figuring your basis or selling your your securities that you know right now you can specify the securities that you want to sell but from what i'm understanding is is they're 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 uh, according to what i saw that the new plan is going to you're only going to be allowed to follow fifo first in first out now i don't know if that's true or not i'd be i'd be interested in knowing if you see anything i haven't on that, seen any of that true. i tell you it's interesting charles i've been getting phone calls this week from people and this is how some of the calls have gone ted i didn't realize that this was in the bill um that, that surprised me and then they'll go i called up the lobbyists for the head of the organization, one of them was lawyers and one of them was oil people, and lobbyists in both cases, these people said those people, the lobbyists that in Washington didn't even know some of those things were in there. They hadn't even realized that some of the stuff was in there and how it would affect them. It wasn't real obvious. Look, Charles, when this thing comes out next week, there's going to be a lot of surprises in it, and I think it's. Uh, I think they're doing the best they can. It's really tough because there's so much lobbying, and you've got to hit certain numbers. And right. so uh, I think there's going to be surprises. I think if you look at 86, there was some really good things came out of 86, and there was it, it basically crashed the real estate market. I think the trick is once this comes out, affect who's really going to get hit hard and how is it going to affect what type of assets in in one way. And that's all going to come out next week. Uh, but I think we're making at least progress. We're doing something. This has been extraordinarily tough to get done. Right. And along with the bird rule, it, it, it only makes it tougher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, but yeah, I, I think those are good points. I was disappointed the ATM was left in for individuals. Right, I mean, right. I, I agree. Okay, thanks a lot. Ted. Okay, well, we'll know next week, Charles, the final numbers. But the, But one of the things to look out for is, Really, what are the downsides in this? And I don't think that's well understood. In the 86 tax bill, it wasn't well understood for six months to a year later. And really, some really bad stuff started. It wasn't bad stuff, but it, it hurt real estate, and then it led to a, a fall in the real estate markets. I don't think that's going to be the case this time, but there are going to be some ramifications. We just don't know what they are yet. Right. Okay, have a good day. Thank you. Uh, yeah, interesting. Look, we're going to get the vote next week. We're close on that. They're fighting to add some more t- uh, tax credits for the middle class. Uh, I'm, I'm very strongly of the opinion that I think in, in the world today, we're, populism is really leading things. And the question is either we're going to win in populism and be more populist than the Republican Party or the populists are going to shift to the Democrats. And that's why it's so important to fight for the middle class in this tax bill. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. We'll be right back here in the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. Driving, driving, don't you ever sleep. Calling out the exit sounds like promises to keep. Yeah, promises. Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. 
To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. out saving show that's Hayes Carl the Woodlands Hayes Carl from the Woodlands I think he's, he's playing this week in town uh, uh, fantastic uh, music he comes up with uh, we're talking uh, about tax uh, plan uh, we're talking about the Disney uh, Fox uh, merger this is fascinating to me oh and by the way if you uh, we're putting together our max out savings report we're gonna we've got a couple we got a year in and we got the one coming at the beginning of the year the outlook this is always a big demand we have thousands of people on our max out savings report list including some top wall street strategists get our reports uh if you're not on the list this is a free report we send it out once a month uh, to listeners of the Max Out Savings Show to help you save money, build up wealth, and uh, talk about ideas and, and things happening in the world today. Uh, it, it, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for free reporting. Also sign up, uh, request an appointment with me if you'd like, and I'll sit down with you and go over your financial situation. It's maxoutsavings.com. Now, big merger this week, a lot of talk. Disney and uh, Fox, it, 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 a whole bunch of talk about about the uh, Disney buying this, but most people missed it. 
really the reasons why it happened. Uh, I listened to Bob Iger uh, talk about why, why, how it came about and stuff. But you got to look behind the scenes. And behind the scenes, Disney wanted Hulu, Hulu, and they also wanted the regional networks. They had the ESPN, but I think. I think they had to get the regional network so they could be the sports programming. If someone else got them, it'd been tough. It would have been a competitor to ESPN. And so they took a competitor out. Uh, it, it, it'll it'll be interesting. This gives them 60% of Hulu. Again, the one of the, the listeners of the Max Out Savings Show, and we've been talking about cord cutting. We've written about it in the Max Out Savings Report. We, we wrote how you can cord cut and save hundreds of dollars a month off your cable bill in the Max Out Savings Report. Now here Disney's rushing in to take advantage of cord cutting because that's the way things are going, particularly young people. They're all cutting the cord. They're not using cable. They just pay for the Internet connection, and then they, they use Netflix. They use Amazon Prime. They use Hulu, and now Disney has 60% of Hulu. But why? Why did – now, Ryan, you, you're a cord cutter. I am. Yeah, well, you're a millennial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. You use Hulu too. Okay. Yeah. So producer Ryan uses produce Amazon Prime and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Netflix. No. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah. So it, I mean, this is a big thing that's happening in Disney. Moved quickly. Now, why? Why did the uh, Rupert Murdoch do this? Well, a couple things. Rupert Murdoch owns seventeen percent of Fox. He also has the majority of of voting rights. This includes Fox News. And by the way, Fox News was not included in this deal. I think a couple things. I think this was really for estate purposes for Rupert Murdoch. I, I, I think I think he's he's got some kids in different divisions. Uh, he's got to deal with the state issues by by selling out Fox movies, Fox TV, Star in Sky. Star is a big in India to Disney. Uh, he now he, it's a stock deal, so he's going to control. Five, he's going to own five percent of Disney Corporation. And so this, for estate tax purposes, you have a much more liquid long-term asset in Disney, and that's what he did. People, for, You know who else did this? The Bass Brothers. Remember that? Yeah, up in Fort Worth. Yeah, it was, uh, they, they, they ended up taking a, they controlling a big chunk of, of Disney as well uh, over time. It, it's been, it's, it, and so anyway, so I, I, think that, I think this was really done for estate purposes and to clean things up for Rupert Murdoch. And that, that really has not been mentioned, but that's really one of the things. So Rupert Murdoch and the Murdoch family is going to own 5% of Disney once this is all over. So that's kind of some of the background. And that's a big story on so many levels. So uh, I wanted to just touch base on that. Now, another interesting, uh, story came out today. Exxon Corporation, Houston's own Exxon Corporation, uh, a big comp, huge company in the Woodlands, has come out and, and they're going to they're going to take into account environmental. They sent a thing to the SEC, environmental and social governance. Uh, and they're 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 going to take they're going to take a look at how uh, climate change regulations might uh have a long-term affect the long-term value of the carbon assets. And they're going to look at, 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 at what could happen with, with a, a two degrees centigrade higher uh, uh, temperatures in the world and how carbon could affect it, it. And with a lower carbon future, how it'll affect the oil and gas assets. Now, this is basically uh, the, 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 the left and the environmentalist 
have been going after Exxon because they they because Exxon is polluting the world in their mind, even though everyone's using Exxon's gasoline to get around and survive and heat their homes with natural gas and everything else. Uh, but they they want to convince everyone that there'll be no use for oil and gas within ten years, and that's it. And everyone's going to be living around with solar panels and wind farms on top of their houses. And they might be right, but I, I think if I think if we're going to play this game where Exxon is 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 really you needs to sit there and divulge this, <clears throat> and Exxon is polluting the planet, I think what Exxon should do, and I think what the other oil companies could do, Exxon is one of the best companies in the world. Exxon produces gasoline, produces oil, produces natural gas, produces gasoline and chemicals with a a lower carbon footprint than most people. They do it on an environmentally cleaner method than most people, and and they also do it in a safer way than most people. So so Exxon is out there producing my gasoline, my natural gas to heat my home, to, to cook my food, and they're doing it in an environmentally friendly way. Chinese and Russian and Arab oil companies are not doing this. So if we're going to play this game with Exxon, then pretty clearly we're going to we should immediately put tariffs on countries on oil and gas products, refined products and refined chemicals coming to the United States if they don't meet the same pollution standards as Exxon and Chevron in in the big oil companies in the United States. So if we want to play this game again, we're t- we the, it, it, uh, the, it, we want to be as conservatives. It's got to be a level playing field, which means you can't go trash Exxon for polluting the planet when they're 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 producing oil and gas that we need that's important to our economy, important to our future, to our children's future, and improves our lifestyle. And then have Chinese, Russian, and Arab countries polluting the planet, destroying the planet, wrecking the planet, and not not and 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 you cannot say that they're the same as Exxon. And I think this is something, and this is a number of areas where we're going to have to start taking a real hard look at: is are U.S. companies polluting less and destroying the planet less, and are advantageous and should be given protection against reckless? foreign companies destroying the planet. And I think this needs to be brought up. You don't hear the environmentalists talking about this. You don't hear the Democrats talking about this. They're perfectly happy to trash Exxon Corporation. But when it comes to some reckless Chinese company destroying the planet, and I challenge anybody listening, if they disagree with me, to get on an airplane and fly to Beijing and then tell me I'm wrong. You will not be able to do it. You can fly to Shanghai. You will not be able to do it. You can fly to Tianjin. You will not be able to. I've been to all these places over there, and they're basically sewers. The the rivers are complete sewers. The air is unbreathable in many days, literally. And they're destroying the ocean, the the, the oceans in the world. Twenty five percent, twenty to twenty five percent, a solid twenty percent of the farmland in China is is polluted badly enough that it's affecting the crops. That's a fact. The biggest destroyer of fisheries in the world is the Chinese. They're destroying and depleting fish stocks around the world. They're polluting everywhere. And and nobody says a word about them. And then here comes Exxon, obeying the rules, doing a good job, running clean refineries, running safe refineries, reducing their carbon footprint. And they're the villain. It's time that that environmentalists, it's tired that the Democratic Party starts standing up for American companies that are doing a good job cleaning up the planet and start going after some of these reckless foreign companies. And this is something we're going to have to take a stand on as Republicans and as conservatives. In my mind, 
when it comes up with climate change, he said, yes, I agree. We need to do something about China. We should immediately put pollution tariffs on China. We need to start taking a stand. You cannot put your head in the sand and say, well, I don't believe in climate change or I don't believe in pollution, and then let these people on the left run over the American people. What we need is, is we need to, we're going to stand up for the American people. We're tired of this reckless pollution from foreign governments and foreign companies, and we need to put tariffs in pollution tariffs in place to, to to equalize it. Because if if another company is polluting the world, if polluting, if I'm using gasoline that's from a a, a, a a refinery in China or elsewhere where there's no pollution controls and I'm destroying the plant and I should have to pay a price. I shouldn't be getting cheaper gasoline. If I'm using Exxon's clean refineries, I should get a reward for that. And that's not happening. Instead, we're just trashing Exxon, who's the good guy in the whole deal. And that's wrong. It's un-American. That's all I'm going to say in the matter. It's the same thing for the other oil companies, but this is something it's time we start taking our politicians need to start taking a real hard look at is the reckless pollution and the destruction around the planet. We've talked about it on the show. We've talked about the destruction of the jungles in Brazil to put in, in uh, sugarcane refineries so they can produce ethanol. We've talked about the, uh, the palm oil plantations, which are renewable, which are destroying the jungles in Southeast Asia. We've talked about the pollution in China. We've talked about, I fished the mouths of the Mississippi River. I know it like the back of my hand. Okay, I've been in Shanghai. I've seen some of the rivers there. I'd be afraid to fall into the river, no telling what I would get there so polluted. The destruction of the of the world's fish stocks by the Chinese. The destruction of the air. We talk about 17% of the pollution some days in San Francisco is coming from China, and yet nobody says a thing about it. Instead, they try to destroy American companies that are doing the right thing and cleaning up the environment. It, and so I think that needs to come up. And again, this is something I think we want to look at in the future and talk more about. Uh, I, I think it, it, it's time that we stand up for the, for the planet and the American people and something we're not doing instead of tearing down the American companies. Uh, so anyway, I just saw that today. What brought this on is is Exxon is now looking at they're going to take a look at, at climate change and what they can do in, in the depletion of, the, of, of how somehow oil assets are no longer valuable in the future. And, and, and this, is, this is a bad idea. Uh, our, the policy of the United States of America is, is we're going to take a hard look at pollution around the world and we're not going to let it come into our – we're not going to let American money be spent on products overseas that are polluting the planet if we can get the same thing produced in the United States with less pollution. That's the way environmentalists should work. Uh, anyway, uh, the a couple other things we talked about. Uh, we talked about Disney. We talked about the Exxon thing. If you got any questions or comments about that, or uh, give us a call seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy, and we'll get back. Uh, we'll be happy to answer your questions. This is a live show. Uh, One other thing I wanted to touch base on uh, this week, we've had the market, it, it's, the market has come up, it, it's, it's a red hot market this week, the market's jumping to, to, to all time highs here, what's going on, interest rates are going up, uh, the dollar's going up, that's not generally good for, 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 for earnings for companies, there's a lot of excitement about the tax bill coming up, as we talked earlier on the phone with some of our, our one of our callers, look, some of the the good things everyone knows about right now, once the tax bill's done, then you're going to start seeing some of the negatives come out. Right now, it's it's the week before Christmas. 
last couple weeks of the new year, everyone's trying to buy more of stocks that are going up so they look good. They're selling the losers for tax purposes. Uh, so you're seeing some sectors down and other ones just kind of running up to irrational levels. That's going to change here in about another week to 10 days. Once you get right near the year end, you're going to see kind of a reversal of a lot of this stuff. Uh, and the people are going to have to take a hard look at the new year and, and where we're going to go. We've got an extremely expensive market. You've got a market at record high price to sales, record high price to cash flow. Uh, most of the numbers you look at, the comparisons are 1929 and 1999 as far as, as in, in many things. Uh, the the other thing is in the last couple of days the the stock market is the, the is the most overbought it's been since 1987 and so those all aren't real good I mean it just shows you the tremendous amount of risk in the markets and and I think you have to be careful if if you look at the at the high yield market which generally moves in lockstep with the with with the S and P 500 it's really been selling off and, and if you look at the market. The market's made new highs this this week, and, and but if you look at the the S and P in December, uh, uh, the uh, the high yields market, it's it's now not making new highs. It, it, it's back underneath the fifty day moving average, and it, it appears to be sort of starting to break down a little bit, uh, which is 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 before it's moved kind of in lopstep. When 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 the S and P five hundred hit new high, the the high yield index hit a new high, and now that it's breaking down. Another interesting thing this week is a continuing flattening of the yield curve. This week, the Federal Reserve on Wednesday raised interest rates a quarter of a point on the Fed funds. The Fed funds is the, is the short-term interest rate. It's the benchmark the Federal Reserve uses to, uh, to, to raise interest rates. They really have main control over, over short-term rates. It's interesting. Years ago on a show, a long time ago, we had Bob Rubin on, former Secretary of the Treasury, and... Uh, he was talking short rates, and he says, look, now we the Fed controls short-term rate, rates. They really don't, for any length of time, control long-term rates. Uh, in, in fairness to Bob, he never – I don't think anyone ever dreamed that the Federal Reserve would go buy long-term rates to try to control the long-term rate of the market. But what's happening is long-term rates are not going up right now. Short-term rates keep climbing up. We talked about the two-year t- treasuries the other day. Rates went up a, ha- a quarter of a point this week on, on, on Fed fund short-term rates, and yet the two-year did not go up at all. So Fed funds are at 1.5%, and the two-year is about 1.8%, and the 10-year is about 2.3%. So what you're doing is you're getting a flattening of the yield curve here, and that's not the best thing for stocks. And the Fed is definitely going to be raising rates more. So you could see an inverted yield curve next year, and we'll have to see how things go. And that's been the biggest precursor to a recession and a drop in the stock market. So this is something we want to watch closely, but rates are going up. The short-term rate went up this week another quarter of a point, and yet the, the, the two-year didn't move at all. And, and again, that's signaling a flattening of the yield curve, and that, that typically signals changes in, in assets. So this is something we want to watch here closely. Uh, I think next year is going to be a fascinating year. I think you're going to see just incredible things we'll be writing about in our Max Out Savings report that you can get by going to maxoutsavings.com. And uh, tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. We'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Driving, driving. 
don't you ever sleep Calling out the exit signs Like promises to keep Yeah, promises The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks, When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Uh, you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070, and that's what uh, Tom is holding for. Hello, Tom? Wait, do we have Tom? Tom, you there? Um, yeah. yeah, another big topic in the news this week was this net neutrality, and I kind of wanted to get your opinion on that. Uh, I'm not smart enough to know if that's a good thing or bad thing. Um, you know, basically they repealed what was previously put in, so they got rid of net neutrality. And I'm wondering 
Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is it much ado about nothing? Well, what they were going to try, the, the net neutrality was going to basically regulate the Internet like a utility. And I, I think the way it was, it wasn't so bad. But I think eventually what it was going to end up doing was going to put the government in too much in charge of the Internet. And, 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 and so I think by removing that, it's a positive. Now, the negative is, is they'll tell you people like the cable company could go, well, we're not going to let uh, Hulu's or Netflix stuff on our system unless they pay to get on. And and, and so I, I, I think in the end it's a positive uh, thing. I, I think eventually people are going to pay for the pipeline to get into the house uh Years ago, I was actually uh, on the board of a, of an incumbent and ILAC phone company, and uh, and, and and we 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 had uh, the the tel- telephone, the 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 cable, and the internet, uh, fiber optic, and different things. And I always felt like in the end, it was going to work down to to that pipeline where you're going to pay for a high speed pipeline. The other stuff's going to come in. I think by repealing this, there is that danger, but I think there's going to be a lot of pressure. For, for the cable for the 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 internet providers not to not to do, put too many in, uh, limitations on the people sending stuff into the homes and and so i i think it's a positive uh it, it's been a very divisive issue uh, uh i think george soros and company was on the the net neutrality they wanted to keep uh, keep it and so that, if anything george soros is for i'm against so i, I think yeah, it's I'm positive <laughs> Not really knowing the differences, but I'm kind of with you. It's like, and I wasn't thinking about George Soros as much as Obama. Well, if net neutrality was put in with Obama's people, then it's probably a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, they're going to, Tom, I think they're going to have to do something with a lot of these things. I think privacy is going to become a massive issue going forward. Uh, With artificial intelligence and big data, there's almost no way that you can allow Google and Facebook to run unfettered out there. It's just, it's just way too dangerous to the average American. I, mean, I don't think you've heard Elon Musk talk some about this, the warning of the dangers of artificial intelligence. And that's what this is all about. So I, th- I think this is going to go forward. I think you're going to see a lot more of this. Uh, uh, this is going to be the big challenge in the next decade is how to deal with the internet, how to deal with privacy issues, how to deal with freedom on the internet, and how to prevent the loss of free speech. And, and, and so this is just kind of the first little skirmish. I think it was the right thing, but there's a lot more to be done. I think you're going to see some type of regulation some way, somehow. As far as the winners and losers, it seems like getting rid of net neutrality would actually hurt the, the content providers, which kind of circles back to your earlier comments about you know Fox and Disney. It seems like Fox, or actually, I guess Disney will be controlling, but it seems like them being in a stronger position as a content provider, they would actually want net neutrality. Am I am I misunderstanding that? Uh, yeah, I think they would, but you know, uh, it was really the Demo- the Republicans really for it, and 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 the people that really wanted to get rid of it was more some of the big the big some of the big internet providers. They're like, hey guys, you know. Uh, oh yeah, I definitely could see that. Yeah, but but keep in mind, Tom. What the driving force going forward is the millennials, and they're all cord cutters. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, one quick comment. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Charles' earlier question about you know changing the FIFO rules. I believe I read somewhere that the final 
uh, tax bill, you know, the, the final version here, actually backed off on that. So I don't think they're making a change. That, yeah, well, that's the that tough correctly. thing is that's why I didn't want to say much on that one yet because uh, I, until we see that final document next week, I don't think any of us can be really sure. Exactly. I, I think the estate is going to stay at $11 million. I think some of the other stuff is a little more. But but the, it's the, some of the smaller stuff that they're fighting about all over the place right now. Yeah, so I don't know if they're done. But, yeah, I thought I had read something where that actually wasn't going to happen. But, yeah, you're right. They may not be quite done yet. Congress <laughs> and Brady has done, I mean, an enormous amount of heavy lifting to get this thing through. People don't realize, Tom, that the average tax overhaul happens about once every 30 years. It's a really big deal. Yeah, well, it is. I, uh, I don't, don't get me started on that, though, because yeah. I'm disappointed like others are that uh, it's certainly not going to be done on a postcard as, as originally proposed. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's all I had. Thank you so much. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Tom. Thank you. Now, the, the uh, so we're talking about that. I mean, a little, a lot of things happening: the net neutrality, the tax bill, the market uh, coming into year end. Uh, everybody basically, and, and Bitcoin's just going crazy. It hit nineteen thousand dollars today. Getting a lot of calls on Bitcoin. Uh, you know, it's probably a little late in the game. I think you're going to have some type of correction in here, but you just don't know with that. Uh, the world is really rapidly changing here. I think all these changes are going to really come to a head next year in a massive way with a big increase in volatility. By the way, I have to cover this. I get a thing in the mail. Oh, Ted, this is the last day to sit there and, and sign up for Obamacare. I'm thinking, well, I'll go look at Obamacare. Maybe I'll just sign up for Obamacare. We're a small company and just go that route. So I go on the site, fill out all the information, and it's which is just incredible some of the stupid things they want but uh the uh so i get the different programs and and i have them printed up here and and it, i was like shocked uh we're, we're 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 not using obamacare and the best thing that happened was getting rid of the obamacare penalty in the tax bill so you don't have to take obamacare next year this is what they gave me for myself my wife and one son that's still at home it's 21. Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. The Blue Advantage Bronze Plan, 201. The monthly premium was $2,293, nearly $2,300. The deductible was $8,500. The maximum out-of-pocket family total was $13,000. This is one of my favorite ones. If I have to go to the emergency room care, there's a $950 copay. So I'm paying $2,300 a month, every month. All of a sudden, I get sick and have to go to the emergency room or something. And then I have to pay another $950. Okay, the estimated total yearly cost, $31,526 for Obamacare. How in God's name can the majority of working people in this country afford this? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ryan can't. Uh, Most people can't. This is absurd. I mean, I just cannot believe $31,000. Oh, and by the way, that doesn't include, I'm pretty sure it doesn't include Methodist Hospital. It doesn't include MD Anderson. So honestly, I think you could go become a, a citizen of like England or Canada or something, sign up for their free program up there or some reduced program, and then every time you get sick and have to go to the emergency room, just buy a plane ticket, go up there, and then come back and it'll be cheaper. I mean, I don't. $31,000. Uh, 
uh, extraordinary. Uh, this is this is the Obamacare website. Okay, I want to emphasize this. Yeah, it, it, this is why something has to be done with health care. And uh, I was talking to someone last night, and their comment was, "It seems like all the drug companies and the hospitals and, and the uh, uh, all those people did real good." All the people that are using Obamacare and the medical system are all getting screwed, and all the doctors are getting screwed. So all the people doing all the work and you know, have to pay for it are getting ripped off, and then the drug companies and the med- it, it it's it's unbelievable. I, it, this is, I think, one this is going to have to come out. You're going to see big changes in Obamacare coming in the medical system. I'm not going to blame it on Obamacare. This is just an utter fiasco right now because of Obamacare. Uh, so. You've got a lot of things happening. We're finally getting a tax bill. We accomplished nothing in 2017, nothing at all. And finally, the last two weeks of the year, we're getting a tax bill. We're getting the removal of of requirement to be on Obamacare. Uh, And and so we're starting. So next year, you're going to see a lot more changes. You're going to see a lot more volatility. You're seeing interest rates start moving up. You're you're seeing you're going to see the tax tax cuts come through. You're going to see a lot of stuff. You're probably seeing infrastructure bill. You're going to see a, 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 you're going to see a medical bill of some type come through. Huge changes, I believe, are going to come up in, in, in 2018. This is something we want to continue to watch. But, but I, I think you're going to see uh, 2018 is going to mark the return of volatility. This market has hit record highs with the lowest volatility in the history of the stock market, which, which means up and down. Uh, Again, this is something the volatility is just completely dampening out of the market, which is very unusual. And in in at very high valuations as interest rates are going up. It's kind of a recipe for a, a, a big problem out there. The question is just how does it all play out? Uh you know, and I think it's gonna be very interesting to see see where it goes. Uh another thing I wanted to just touch base on retirement. And by the way, going back to Obamacare, we did have some clients call up and request increase in the distributions we're sending them from their accounts because the Obamacare was going up and they're having to pay more. So they asked for additional distributions from the retirement plans. And one of the other things, getting back to the Obamacare, again, $2,300 a month for a family of three, uh, $31,000 total. Every year for about the last 40 years, we get in February, we get the numbers, economic numbers from January. And every year, it's a complete surprise and shock as to why the economic numbers dropped in January. It's It was so bad, I think they changed, they're changing it up for this year to make some, quote, adjustments. Well, they can't figure out why it happened. You know why it happened? Because every year, people are getting their Obamacare statements and their costs are going up 10, 15, 20, 25% a year for health care. And they have to take the extra three or $400 a month it's costing the family instead of buying a new car, instead of sitting there saving more money for retirement, instead of going out and buying more clothes or food, they're having to reallocate the money to pay for an absurd, obscene health care system. And by the way, one of the most fascinating things about our health care system, we have the only people that are even remotely comparable uh, in healthcare spending per GDP is the Swiss because they're just everything is more expensive in Switzerland. The most amazing thing about our healthcare system, we spend more money than per capita than anywhere in the world, and yet the United States has one of the of the less developed countries. We have one of the lower 
uh, life expectancies, and our life expectancy rate in the United States is slowing down and going down, which means people are dying sooner. So we're spending more money on health care than any other country in the world. We're spending we're, our our life expectancy as a developed country is one of the more lower ones in for developed countries, even though we're spending all this money, which means we're not getting anything for it anyway. That's just my opinion. Uh, retirement. Here is something I came up uh, uh, came up with an interesting uh, thing the other day. Uh, this is something we talk to our clients about when they come in. It, uh, I didn't quite put it like this, but I saw an interesting article and I thought I would run it by you. Uh, we typically say is is take some vacations ahead of time you know typically when people are near retirement they've got two three they got three four five weeks of vacation a lot of these people are taking one or two weeks i said look take a couple take four days take two weeks off practice your retirement take a break take a month off and see how how you like it or not if you want to continue to work something to think about by the way we're going to write about this in our max out savings report if you'd like to sign up, go to maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free report. If you need help with your retirement, you're coming up in retirement, have an IRA role, or if you need help managing, we can help you at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach. If you need help, go to the website. I'd like to help you out. Tell what, uh, Brian's telling me I have to go. So I hope everyone has a great weekend and a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you here next week in, in the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.